Hello and welcome to the Power of Technology podcast by Dell Technologies. I'm your new host, Josh Abrams. And whether you're a longtime listener joining us for the first time or somewhere in between, thank you for being here. While I'd love to tell you all about me, I know you're here for our guests, and I couldn't be more excited for today's episode because our topic is all about the power of technology, especially in the world of sustainability. The Billion Oyster Project is based in New York City, and its goal is to clean up the New York City Harbor with, you guessed it, oysters. But there's so much more to the story, and we have just the guys to tell us all about it. Please join me in welcoming Pete Malinowski, the Billion Oyster Project's Executive Director, and Greg Hange, a Senior Director for Dell's Product and Solution Sales Team. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Thanks for Thanks having so us. much for having us. Great to have you guys here. Pete, why don't we start with you? Top of mind question, why oysters? And what do we need to know about the Billion Oyster Project? Really appreciate you all having me on. The um, oyster, you can think of oysters just like the trees in a forest or the marsh grass in a salt marsh ecosystem or the coral in a coral reef ecosystem. So oyster reefs are, oysters are what we call ecosystem engineers, and they build this three-dimensional habitat that supports a wide variety of different animals. And when colonists first arrived in New York Harbor, they found a harbor that was totally full of fish and birds. And at that time, it, it was the oyster reefs that provided, that supported that great abundance in the harbor. And New York Harbor used to have 200,000 acres of reef, and we've eaten them all. Just like we have everywhere else in the world, humans have eaten all the oysters, and we've left what we've left is a flat, featureless landscape on the bottom of New York Harbor. You can think of it as a clear-cut forest or a coral reef system that's had all the coral removed. And what we're trying to do at Billion Oyster Project is to restore those oyster reefs and do it in a way that is uh, exciting and engaging and involves as many different people as possible. Okay, great. And Pete, uh, you know, give us a little bit about the Billion Oyster Project. I, it looks like you were founded back in 2014. A goal of 100 million oysters by next year, is that right? Well, we've actually, we're just at about 120 million oysters now. Uh, we're trying to get to a billion oysters by 2035. We were we launched, we had our public launch back in 2014 and Billion Oyster Project grew out of a public high school on Governor's Island. So it started as a class project in the aquaculture classroom on, on Governor's Governor's Island, and we we tried to take the successful style of teaching and learning that was happening at the New York Harbor School, where students are engaged directly in hands-on learning through the, you know using New York Harbor as as their classroom, learning how to drive boats, scuba dive, grow oysters, conduct research, design and build underwater reef systems, and we created Billion Oyster Project as a way to get all those students working together and then broadcast that style of teaching and learning to schools all over the city. So we currently work with about 200 middle schools throughout all five boroughs, and we're, we train teachers to teach their math and science lessons through the lens of oyster restoration and come down to the water's edge where students can interact directly with the animals that live in New York Harbor right now. Sounds fantastic. That's really great stuff. Uh, Greg, let's turn to you. Uh, you know, when I think about oysters and cleaning the environment, and now I'm hearing all about the STEM education that the Billion Oyster Project is running, uh, technology really isn't the first thing that comes to mind. How is Dell Technologies involved in this project, and how is that helping Billion Oyster Project reach its goal? Sure. Yeah, no, thanks for the question, Josh. Um, I got to admit, I didn't re really put those two together either right at the start, but, um, <laughs> you know, our mission in... Uh, out in uh, society, uh, Dell Technologies' uh, mission is to enable human progress through our technology, and uh, sustainability is one of 
the key uh, um, ERG goals that we have around social impact. And so, you know, finding the Billion Oyster Project uh, and having some conversations with Pete and his team about some of the challenges that they were facing at the time, uh, it became very clear that we would have a significant opportunity to partner with them to help accelerate and scale uh, the mission of their project, uh, which fit in really perfectly uh, with our culture um, to drive better sustainable outcomes for uh, our communities, um, as well as uh, our technology and the innovation that we could bring uh, to market. And now, Greg, can you go into a little more detail and explain, because again, Power of Technology podcast, what are some of the technologies, like how exactly is Dell helping uh, Billion Oyster Project achieve their goals? Yeah, sure. I, you know, I think um, I would probably drop it into four different buckets, right? There's the operational aspect of the project itself. There's the remote work of the workers, the Billion Oyster Project. Similarly, uh, to many of our customers these days are spread out all over the place, oftentimes working from different places. Uh, they are building out a new office on Governor's Island. And so uh, that would be another uh, aspect that we're trying to assist with. Uh, and then last, uh, lastly, Pete mentioned student engagement. <clears throat> and uh, so how do we help out with educational uh, outcomes that they're looking to drive uh, around the project? And so uh, for the field operations, <clears throat> this one is probably uh, the one that's the most exciting to me. Uh, they had recently created a new setting facility in uh, the Red Hook uh, section of Brooklyn uh, where we were able to increase the scale and the success uh, of the setting facility itself uh, through installing a series of sensors into shipping containers uh, and uh, using those sensors uh, to leverage real-time data analytics to make sure that the water quality was of sufficient uh, quality to really give the oysters the best probability uh, to grow. Uh, and so uh, that was a significant increase from uh, the previous way of doing it, which is the Billion Oyster Project was uh, just taking water samples, sending the water sample to a lab, and then getting those results back. It wasn't necessarily in real time. They would put the oysters into the water, not really knowing whether or not that water quality was going to be sufficient to make sure that that installation was uh, going to be successful. So not only were we able to improve the probability of success, but also by moving to the shipping container size uh, facility, it increased the scale significantly. So the scale, the speed, as well as the probability of success uh, really was um, improved uh, through that use of technology. As far as the uh, remote work, uh, we, and this is probably where we first got started, we did a significant amount of work with Pete and his team uh, just getting their devices modernized, so providing them with modern laptops, external displays, keyboards, mice. Uh, Pete had mentioned to me, a lot of the folks at the Billion Oyster Project originally were just kind of using what they had. It might have been old or outdated. Uh, and so providing their uh, workers with, uh, with new technology not only made them more productive, uh, but also um, has been a really uh, great carrot. Uh, we have a lot of customers who are using technology uh, for HR implications around recruiting and retaining uh, talent. Uh, and that really goes for the Billion Oyster Project too. If you join the Billion Oyster Project, uh, Dell Technologies uh, aims to provide you with a brand new Dell Technologies laptop and uh, so that you can be as productive as possible. The office uh, is a new uh, initiative that we're partnering Billion Oyster Project on for the first time ever. Pete's gonna have an office. I, I, I won't speak for Pete, but I think he's very excited about it. 
Um, he's going to have about 40 folks in that office coming and going. So we're currently working with the architect as well as an interior designer to figure out how we can best how we can best enable a hybrid work approach uh, for Pete and the team. So they're still going to be coming and going just like many of our customers today. And so what does that look like, right? Well, it looks like uh, understanding their personas in the office. They have, for example, four uh, workstations, which we're going to be enabling for CAD design, as well as uh, for extremely large spreadsheets of data uh, for their science scientific crew to be able to leverage. So those stations have 49-inch curved displays. Uh, we're hooking them up with precision workstations in order to support that sort of a, a larger workload. Uh, all stations are getting uh, docking stations, uh, a headset, um, an external speaker, a 4K webcam with our artificial intelligence built into a facial recognition. I mean, the latest, greatest technologies is going to come their way so that when they get to the office, they can get right to work. And those experiences kind of coming and going or become will become very uh, seamless for them. And the last one is the student technology. Uh, so we provided the Billion Oyster Project with a set of uh, Chromebooks, which will be loaners out for the students. One of the aims of the new office is to have an educational impact. Uh, there's plan to have a wet lab in the facility and use it really as an educational facility so that they can bring students. You know, one of the things that a lot of people are surprised to hear about the Billion Oyster Project is that project actually is run by students. So uh, the kids come in, they learn about all of these different STEM curriculum, as well as other maritime uh, and harbor related skills that they can learn and having that office there and giving them an opportunity. We, we were putting a big, I think it's a hundred and hundred and, or sorry, an 89 or 90 inch touchscreen display in there. So they can do collaboration and Zoom calls um, and really try to accelerate the students' understanding of what the project is all about, as well as all the aspirational outcomes uh, that can result as a, as a part of executing uh, on the mission. That all sounds amazing, Greg. You know, the backstory, the notes here, something about increase, the technology has increased deployment ability by a factor of 100 times compared to previous cages. Could either of you speak to that? Sure. We scaled up with the support of Dell Technologies and this new technology, we were able to scale up our whole production system. I think the, the number is close to a factor of 10. We went from about an average of 3 million oysters per year to an average of 30 million oysters per year in the facility itself can produce up to 100 million oysters per year. So that's what we're targeting now. And that is um, pretty close to 100 times more than what we started with. But we haven't done that yet. But we're hopeful as we learn to, as we learn from the data we're collecting, we're hopeful that we'll, we'll be able to optimize and actually get to that 100 million oysters per year, which is so critical for us in order to get to a billion oysters by 2035. Okay, and I think, Pedro, that transitions very nicely into the next question, and that is, What's coming up in the next year or two, right? We, you're laying it out to 2035, but short term, what, what's coming up for, uh, for you guys at Billion Oyster Project? We, we've spent the last 10 years developing a series of interventions that we use uh, you know, with, with our volunteers, our educational programming, and the in-water restoration work. And we've developed the systems for engaging with young people um, and getting oysters in the water. And what we're doing now is bringing all of that to scale. So we know that we, we know how to develop curriculum, we know how to train teachers to use it and how to train teachers to be successful in the field. We know the impact that that has on a young person interacting with animals for the first time. We don't want this to be an experience that a few 
public school students have at a few random schools throughout New York City. We want to change what teaching and learning looks like for as many public school students as possible. And that means that means bringing on more school partners, training more teachers, getting more oysters in the water, and generally bringing all of these interventions to, a, to the scale that they need to be at in order for us to engage 1 million people in restoring 1 billion oysters by 2035. Okay, sounds great. And finally, how can people who are interested get involved with the Billion Oyster Project? If you're local to New York City, you can come out and volunteer on Governor's Island. We're always looking for volunteers. We do that five days a week. Sign up on our website. If you're a teacher or have young people in your life who are in middle school, make sure that their schools are signed up to work with Billion Oyster Project. If you know any teachers, tell them to sign up to work with Billion Oyster Project. You can follow us by, you know, follow our social media channels. Check out our website. There's a lot of cool information there and sign up to get our newsletter. You can be a member. Billion Oyster Project, that allows you to get a free half dozen oysters at a bunch of our restaurant partners where we collect shells. So there's a bunch of different ways to get involved, and there's no way we'll be successful in restoring 1 billion oysters to New York Harbor, Harbor without everyone's help. So please do sign up, come out, and help out. Okay, thanks, Pete. And that website, I believe, is billionoysterproject.org? You got it, Josh. Okay. And you guys are also, you've mentioned social media. I'm assuming you guys are on well, like Twitter, X, whatever they're calling it these days. Yep. And Instagram and all, all your favorites. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Greg, let me just check in with you one more time. Any final thoughts before we wrap up? No, no. I mean, uh, we appreciate the opportunity to be here uh, and to share awareness around the Billion Oyster Project, as well as what the art of the possible is with technology to drive better sustainable outcomes. So, uh, Really appreciate the audience and uh, really hope that uh, people get excited out there and learn something new and, and maybe get engaged with the Billion Oyster Project and, and join us. Okay, Greg, Pete, thank you for joining the podcast. The Billion Oyster Project's environmental and education efforts are incredible. We'd love to have you back on in the future and hear the latest on your progress. Our listeners, thank you for joining this episode of the Power of Technology podcast. Be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast streaming service. Future episodes will feature more sustainability stories, Dell services on ways to harness the power of technology, and new innovations across the Dell product and solutions portfolio. I'm Josh Abrams, and we'll see you next time on the Power of Technology.